In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. One thing that I have noticed about our culture is this obsession with food. And there are two very polar opposites. On the one hand, we have this obsession with healthy food. In fact, I was at a ball game on Friday night, and it's the first time that I think I saw a gluten-free booth, which is great. I mean, some people do need that. But we have an obsession with health food. Of course, we have people who now have those little devices on your arms, right, counting your steps. Uh, People are counting calories, looking at everything in detail, what they eat to make sure they're healthy. Then we have this opposite obsession with food that is tasty, delicious, and good. If you ask any young man, he will tell you that everything is good with bacon. In fact, I saw in the same, was it? No, it was in the 7 Eleven, I saw a hot dog that was wrapped in bacon. If you go to Wendy's, you can get the triple cheeseburger with bacon. In fact, in this very parish, you can get crawfish and smoked beef as much as you want at the parish festival. So we have these two polar opposites in our society. It's very interesting with food. And then we think about our gospel. We think about these people who have come to follow Jesus, that they were hungering for something. They were hungering for something. What were they hungering for? They had a desire to be with Jesus. They left the safety of their homes to go out to this remote place to follow this man, Jesus Christ, who we know is the Son of God. And we see in the beginning, what, was the, what did they want? They wanted, first of all, healing. They were healing the sick. He was healing. So they wanted to be healed. They wanted their relatives and their friends and themselves. They wanted to be healed of their physical infirmities. And we see they had physical hunger. That if they had gone, tried to go back to their homes... Maybe they would have fainted along the way. They would have, it would have been dangerous for them to leave that place. With the hunger that they had, because they were so far away, would they have survived without having something to eat? And we'll see also later in the passage that they desire freedom. Because as we can see, they wanted to make Jesus king. Because they had been experiencing the oppression of the Roman Empire. And they knew that they wanted to be free from that. And doesn't it make sense for us that we hunger for the same thing? We hunger for healing. We want to be satisfied. We want to have our physical needs met. And we want to have freedom. So the question is, what are we feeding ourselves with to achieve these goals? Because, you know, there's, we, when we think about, not only do we eat, or literally, you know, eat food, when we think about the, the health food or the, or the bacon, as an example, 
But think about what are we bringing into our minds? What are we contemplating? Not only are we are what we eat, but we also we are what we contemplate. Because the things that we put into our souls, the things that we put into our minds, the things that we contemplate affect our attitudes and everything who we are, the way we approach life. So we have to think about what are we taking into our minds? What are we seeing? What are we hearing? When we think about the media that we we consume every day, What books are we reading? What are we listening to on the radio on the way to work? So we want to think about this. So first of all, are we feeding ourselves with things that are not good for us? Are we allowing things which are sinful? Or are we too attached to certain media that we're having too much of a good thing and we're overly attached? So we need to ask ourselves... When we're seeking these three goods of healing, of being satisfied, of seeking freedom, we know that sin doesn't satisfy any of those things, does it? It certainly doesn't heal us, it wounds us. It certainly doesn't leave us satisfied, it leaves us empty. And it doesn't free us, it binds us. So we want to think about all those things that we're taking in. We sometimes will compromise with the culture by watching even certain television shows where we say, well, it's not so bad. There's a thing here and there, but it's okay. You know? Are we overly obsessed with, for example, ideology? Do we feed ourselves too much with ideology at the expense, in a sense, of the gospel? Are we allowing images and and things to enter our mind which objectify the human person? So we want to take a look at that and say, well, maybe I need to change what I'm taking in. Maybe I need to look at other things that I can put into my mind. For example, the sacred scripture. Or am I, am I, can I listen to something in the car which might lift me up? Maybe a spiritual talk. Or maybe listening to the, the Christian pop station. To help put into our hearts and minds the Word of God. To think about, about the things of eternity. So that our hearts can be changed each and every day. So that we can turn from those things that do not satisfy us, that do not heal us, and do not make us free. So let's think about that. Think about your daily routine. Think about what I listen to in the car. What do I have on my Netflix rotation? What do I have, you know, what cable television stations am I subscribing to? How, how, is my, how is my computer or my phone, are they guarded from things that are bad for me? Can I think about ways in which I can contemplate on the sacred mysteries each day and have a balance between those things which lift me up and those things which are necessary to know, the news, the things that we need to know that's going on in the world? 
so that we can apply our Christianity to everyday life. So let's think about this today as we contemplate the mystery of Christ's multiplication of the loaves and fishes. Let us think about what we hunger for. What is it that we are feeding ourselves with? For as we today feed, will be fed with the bread of life, with the body and blood of Jesus, let us ask our Lord today to always help us to contemplate the sacred mysteries, to contemplate the wonders of his love, so that when we come together at this, in this holy mass, we be ready and prepared to be satisfied, to be healed, and to be made free by the blessed Eucharist. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.